I don't know. I don't know how they view me. You know what I'm saying? I'm here, let's go. What? That, that don't make no sense, Jay. Come on, man. Are you not entertained? Am I supposed to sit back and watch my people die? Why they legend us with laws? We supposed to be a tribe. Then we can have it all instead of trying to survive. How could you judge us all without looking in the... Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWN Podcast. Follow me, the die of the strong black people. We here again in the rabbit hole. I got my boy B Jizzle back in the building. I'm here, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a special guest in the building, uh, a very heavy man of God, man, that's that's doing his thing. Um, I met him one time before, and um, I definitely enjoyed the encounter. Um, that I had with them, man. Um, I watched them. I actually didn't actually talk to him that first time, but I met his brother and talked to him. And his brother's a powerful man of God. But, you know, B-Jack told me that he wanted to come in. And I was like, you know, it was a dude doing a devotional service. He was like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, brother Crump. <laughs> yeah, bring him. <laughs> bring him. Cause I had me bouncing, boy. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, uh, in church, man. So I said, yeah, bring him in. Let's, let's definitely, uh, Get them in the rabbit hole. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you introduce some big uh BJ. Yes, yes. Um it's a great friend, brother of mine that I met. Um I wanna say about about four years ago, maybe pushing that. Uh, but I met this this man um from my wife. Uh I remember the first day when we first started talking, me and my wife. <clears throat> She said she got this brother and um they go to they went to uh, this church in Hinesville. So uh come on man, we you dating. And when she said it was me, he said, Man, if, if you date him, he gotta be able to go to church. <laughs> so man, uh pull up to the church. And ever since then we met, we clicked, uh like 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 Jay said, a great man of God, um, very spiritual. Um, my my personal barber. Um <laughs> My favorite uh, worship leader, man. He's just uh, a great man to be around, man. Uh, hold you accountable. Um, so here is Ray Mitchell. Yo, yo. Uh, what's up, everybody? Again, uh, like you said, uh, my name is uh, Ray Mitchell. Uh, people call me Ray, Ray Benz. Uh, I'm glad to be here, man. I uh, want to start off like this. A uh, little thing says, um, everybody, are you ready? Cause I'm gonna bump my God. I'll do it in a Chevy. And I'm gonna scoot to the left. And I'm gonna scoot to the right. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, but we are, we happy to be here, man. Um, uh, I was talking to my boy, um, BJ and, uh, he was telling me, my brother, BJ, brother, and, uh, he was telling me about the podcast and, um, definitely, man, anytime I can come and share, you know, little, little, little knowledge that I feel like I have. Um, I'm always with that empowering and, uh, encouraging, you know, one, one of kind, one, one of a kind with everybody. Uh, but again, I'm from, uh, Texas. That's where I was born and raised. Uh, I moved, uh, to Georgia. Well, when I left Texas, I, I went to college in Virginia. I went to Virginia State. Then I moved here to Georgia back in 2012. And, uh, I've been here ever since, man, working, grinding, um, on a mission, man, trying to find, you know, my destiny, my calling. Uh, what I do though, uh, as you see, I sing, 
I'm a worship leader uh, there in Hinesville for a church called Full Gospel Tabernacle. Shout out to them. And then I also lead worship uh, at my brother's church, Remedale Prayer, that's in Savannah. And then um, I also sing at a church in Ellabelle, Georgia. Uh, so um, doing that, I also cut hair. Uh, shout out to, you know, if you're looking for a barb, you're looking to get right. Uh, I call myself Kingdom Cuts. Um, so, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's all about the kingdom, man, with me. So, uh, you know, I do, do what I can to get you right. Uh, but, man, I'm just out here uh, living it. And one thing I, I strive and I always tell people is about striving for greatness, but doing it one day at a time. Man, it's, that's what it's all about. Every day is a, a new day, a brand new day to get it right. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't going to always be perfect and the show ain't going to be easy. But as long as you know, you, you God wakes you up, you know what I'm saying? You got one more day to get it right. And so that's what I'm on. Um, one thing today, I know I was uh, thinking, and um, I, I do landscaping too, y'all. Got about that. Cut the grass. Kind of, I, I related to to me barbering as well. Uh, you know, you made it your hair, you made it your grass. Either oil, get at me. Uh, but uh, I was thinking, you know, I, I, as I uh, as I cut grass a lot, you know, I just be sitting and thinking. And one one of the things, and maybe something we can chop up about is I was thinking today. And I'm, I'm a very transparent person too. I was just thinking, man, as I, as I was going through that today, I wasn't happy with myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, where I, where I am right now, what I'm doing right now, I, I'm not my, I'm not as happy as I feel like I could be. But one thing about it is, and I, I started to post about it, but I wanted, I don't, I don't really like, I don't like, like making people feel like I, I want sympathy, yeah. but it's not the sympathy I wanted. But it was uh, when I was thinking about that, it was more of the accountability, self self check accountability. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, I, I was, you know, let myself, man, now I know I wasn't happy, but the question is what I'm going to do about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, it was more so of like, man, getting to a place, not blaming nobody, on nobody, not, mm-hmm. you know, looking for sympathy from nobody, but saying like being transparent enough to say, you know what, I ain't happy. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of time, even for men, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we, we, we've been made to feel like we can't have emotions. And I would just be able to, I was able to, you know, just sit back on myself and, and be like, man, I'm, I'm not happy. I ain't got a sugarcoat it. I ain't got to fake the funk with nobody. Where I'm at right now, I ain't happy. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm going to do, I ain't going to stay in this unhappiness. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stay in this dry place, this dull place. But first thing to get out of it, you got to acknowledge it and you got to feel that, you know what I'm saying? Because by feeling that it can, it can help push you to be like, okay, I feel this. I feel this, this emptiness. I feel this pain. I feel this agony. I don't want to be here no more. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people, we always looking at the next person or what they did and how this situation, you know, that I end up facing, how, how, you know, I became the victim. And instead of, instead of looking at it from a victim standpoint, standpoint, I was looking at it from a victor because I know I'm going to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? But again, it starts with feeling that. So that's kind of where I'm at right, right now, man. But I'm excited. Though. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about, you know, I feel like pain and, and even being stagnant, it, it should. A lot of times we don't allow it to, but it should bring excitement because it lets you know that I'm in a place I don't want to be, but can give you excitement to where you could be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I think a lot of us should start looking at it. It's, it's, sometimes it's about the standpoint of, of where we look at, where we where we at. A lot of times we don't want to be there, but look at it from an optimistic standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, what I'm going to do about it? And then where, where can I go from here? It got to be something. Okay? You know, if you if you down on level one, I mean, you can't go no further down. 
Yeah. It's only, it's only up from there. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's on what you going to do. What you going to do about it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first, B. <laughs> I'm going to let you go first. Yeah. I'm going to let you unpack that one. Yeah. Well, you, you said, you said, um, you was out there today mm-hmm. cutting your grass. Yeah. And just thinking about, you know, you're not in a, a happy place where you're at right now. Right. You're elevate. Right. Um, I've, what I've done with that place of where I've been, you know, sometimes it visits me, sometimes it don't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I have, uh, this great guy on the right side of me named Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, we in this group chat and it's like anything that, you know, bothered me. And, and just like you, you know, I bring stuff to you as well. Sure. It's just the people that you're going to have around you to keep you motivated, keep you uplifted. Like, um, if you, I'm, the, I'm not sure if you ever heard on the, the previous sessions that we have, uh, uh, we, 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 we on this push up challenge. You know what I mean? Sure. We motivate, we pushing each other. We are saying, um, Motivation stuff in the mornings, late in the evenings, um, just like how um, Pastor Pastor Bob, you know, he uh, encourage us to do uh, what we supposed to do on an everyday basis. You know All what right. I mean? For sure. um, but as far as like, who are you surrounding yourself around? Right. Who can k- keep you motivated? Who can keep you accountable? Right. Not just saying, "Well, I'm not looking for sim- sympathy," and you shouldn't. You right. know what I mean? But as a man, like you said, the society mm-hmm. makes it feel like us men can't have emotions. We can't, man. Mm-hmm. We can't, you know, uh, trip up and fall. You know what I mean? Sometimes we want to feel like, uh, we want to feel uh, for others to like care for us too. Right, for sure. uh, sometimes we want comfort, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, from the right people, man. And it, it's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes right. it's okay to cry as a man. Sometimes it's okay to let it all out. You know what I mean? I know once I get to that point, I pray. You know, not even if I don't if I don't pray, you know, I just talk to God. Mm. Hey God, it's me again. Mm. I'm I'm in this place that I don't want to be in, but I believe that you will bring me some light out of this dark place. Right. You know sure. what I mean? So as far as that, bro, um, I say just Continue to keep that keep that fire underneath you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. That that just your your fire, your fire. Just like you turn on the stove. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And you want something to cook up real fast. Right. You want to eat I it know, up. Right. You know sure. what I mean. So just turn that on. Something. Sure. Turn that on. Sure. Um, it's it's crazy. You brought that up, man, because emotion was a big thing. Um, that was on my mind all day. To this morning up until shout out to uh Matt from the O2 Lit podcast. Um, I just listened to his episode this morning. Um, govern governing yourself. Um, he spoke about uh the Steve Harvey book, um, Think Like a Man. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking on the man standpoint of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the woman, spouse or girlfriend. Emotion was one of the things that came up. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, we are emotional creatures. However, emotion is something we don't move on mm-hmm. because even with the book, Trey was talking about superior man. We have emotion, but we know we can't operate fully on emotion because we have to stay logical. Right. Um, as a man too, 
logic is what keeps us moving because we know emotion can stop you. <laughs> if you feel a certain type of way, it'll stop you from handling what you're supposed to handle. Sure. Because like you said, you don't want sympathy. Right. But if you use that as a crutch, eight people will start feeling sorry for you and you will get drunk and addicted off of that. So it'll keep you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. B, um, it will keep you from doing things because it will start to keep you because if you're if you're a negative person, you're looking forward and everything negative that could happen, which you're trying to move forward, that will stop you because you will keep thinking about what could happen. What's the wrong? Like, oh, this will stop me. Oh, well, if this happened, that's going to stop me. So you start staying in the same place because of that. Also, when you do figure that out and you say, I'm not happy. Okay. Not only what am I going to do about it, but what is having me there? What is the reason why I'm not happy? When you figure that part out, then you say, what am I going to do about this? Because this is what's making me unhappy. Once I figure, because acceptance and acknowledgement is the first steps of anything to a solution. Oh, sure, yeah. If you can't come to terms, accept, and admit, you're going in circles. Yeah. If you can't admit your issue, your wrongdoing, how can you build off of that? Because all you're doing is going off of a lie. Mm-hmm. You're transparent, you're honest, but people can tell you, man, you this and you that. Some people are telling you that because it's the truth. Mm-hmm. But if you keep saying, nah, that ain't me, it is something else. Nah, that ain't mean something else. But you keep looking at you, you're going with something else and you're correcting to something else, but you're still in the same spot. And you know why? It's because that's not what you need to be correcting. They're telling you. Uh, the episode, man, bro said, Lord, give me a sign. And people are, they love that, you know, using, Lord, give me a sign. And He's giving you the sign. He'd be like, nah, that ain't it. No. Right. That ain't the sign. Yeah, like, no. but it, that ain't the sign. Because people want God to come in the flesh and say, hey, right. I'm God. Right. So you could be like, oh, well, you got a message. Let me listen to it. What's up? But he send you, he send you in the form of, he send you the message in the form of humans that you would never really expect. Um, but I like I like he was telling you though, man. Um Sometimes you need people around you. If you don't have people around you, how can if positive people around you, how can you stay positive? You know what I'm saying? If you don't have, you see, a lot of people, you know, hang around other people that sometimes they like their people to be under them so they can feel on top. They don't like to have people around them that's doing more to them, more than them, because they're afraid that the people above them will make them feel smaller. <laughs> they will make them feel lesser instead of looking at it as how you got there. <laughs> what can I do to become that? How can I elevate? You know what I'm saying? And that's what we do. We don't, we don't see each other. They may, I don't know. I don't know how they view me. You know what I'm saying? But me personally, I don't see myself as all together. You know what I'm saying? I don't see myself as the end all be all. I may be something to them to inspire, to want to grow into. 
But I don't, you know, to me, you're the you're your own biggest critic. No, you trash, bro. No, <laughs> no, you good. You good in my book, bro. You good. <laughs> you good in my book. Hold on. <laughs> but you know, the thing about it is, the thing about it is. You're your own biggest critic. Sure. So I still see there's some more improvement within me. But at the end of the day, they may not have seen someone that's even open enough to see them who they are to still want to be there to motivate them or to go in that walk in that journey with them. <laughs> Just because they're not there yet doesn't mean that that someone that has been there and has surpassed that don't mind coming back and saying, come on. I can show you the way. Right. And then not feeling like there's a time frame on how fast you should get it. Right. We are, I think when people go through certain things and they have left and they have surpassed and they're on to some more challenges, you know, people would feel like someone who's been there and done that will rush somebody else's growth. <laughs> like, all right, bro, you have to remember how long it took you to get out of that stage. Right. You got to re you got to revert and remember. Right. Just because somebody took because everybody had somebody before tell them you can get out of this. Yeah. This is what you got to do to do this. You it takes time to do this. So did they walk away from you? Did they not understand there's a time frame? Because how long did it take them to get out of that? Right. You know. So I just think, bro. You know, we gotta. Our group is always open for you, bro. Sure. Like. Like he say, man, it's no reason why he say his brother shouldn't be incorporated to what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The thing, the way that he pushed me, you know what I'm saying? There's no reason why he shouldn't have you on the other hand. Dude. There's no way that you shouldn't have been on this challenge like we've been on. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. It shouldn't have never been. As, as tight as he say, y'all lie, how much y'all talk. There's no way that you shouldn't have been on that, on that push-up challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or in the group chat or around more. With this type of stuff that we got going on, man, ain't no way. I think I think it's the beginning of um, cause your cause his energy match our energy. You know what I mean? He's he's like I said, he's a true man of God. Uh, he's he's ain't nobody perfect. That's and that's what's wrong with the world today. Everybody try to be perfect. Man. I don't want nobody perfect. I want somebody truthful. You know what I mean? So if you're not being truthful, like God, I'm not saying God will look over you, but God send somebody. To, to help you get back up, mm. to make you realize, hey, hey, it's your it's your time. I'm trying to tell you something. You got to pay attention to what I'm trying to bring forward to you. Mm -hmm. uh, or you just don't miss your blessing just like that. So, I'm with that, man. I think I think with me, uh, and I think even for a lot of other men, we find ourselves thinking that, you know, like you said, or how society has made us feel is like, we got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, by figuring out that 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 feels on our ego, yeah. you know, and it's like a pride thing or whatever. Uh, but I I feel like you know, as the world evolves, just like how you know women's rights and all that evolve, and you know their power. I think the 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 stand. No, I don't say the standard because I I do think men should have a standard. But I think the world, the way the world's try to perceive men to always be on be on um this pedestal. Right. Like until we kind of reevaluate that, because right now I think I think that, you know, even before time, I think the way God has has made things out. Yeah, I think man should should be in his rightful place. But 
give a man the opportunity or the freedom to be able to mess, not, not purposely mess up, but be able to fall and there still be grace. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where we kind of, we kind of mess up. We don't, we, we, we try to hold men to this just certain standards for lack of better words, but this standard and it, we just don't give ourselves any, 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 um, um, uh, lack or, you know, freedom. To, right. And he, if the rope is, funny how you mentioned that rope, if the rope is tight, well, you know, you're going to hang yourself. Mm-hmm. Because there, there is no, no freedom, you know, to be able to, to move or maneuver. And I think that's how the world is. It's like on this, we on this tight, tight rope, basically. Well, as a man, um, I had to realize, um, it's like that because, and I was just talking to somebody on social media before y'all bus came. Um, the Bible, the word Bible, it's an acronym. Mm. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. Right. Everything is written out. Right. It's a reason for that. Um, they always say the devil know the Bible front and back. Mm-hmm. He does know. So he knows what was written. He knows what is the the world, how the world is supposed to go, because the book is written for us to live by that. Right. He cannot change it. He can influence from you going away from it. The man is the most important piece of the puzzle because he was here first. Right. If he wasn't so important, why was he created first? He was created first to see the world, to understand the world, to guide the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the words say Adam, you know, led some animals mm-hmm. that can't even talk English. Mm-hmm. How was he able to keep animals in obedience, different type of animals, Mm -hmm. different type of beings that can't talk back to him. You know what I'm saying? But then for his good diligence, for his great works, God said, good job, my son. I'm going to reward you with something. He ain't give him no money. He ain't give him no more land. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to give you a partner. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you something that's going to level you, right? Gave him Eve. Mm-hmm. However, he did not create Eve with the same knowledge that he gave Adam. For sure. Because why? Because she was created second. Mm-hmm. So that meant everything that he knew, he had to do her exactly the same way he did everything else around him, guide her protect her, lead her. He didn't give her that knowledge because he trusted Adam. He did what he was supposed to do with the creatures. I'm going to give you a human, your partner, your real, do the same thing. The enemy knew and he knew that would be the easier target because it's flesh. It's human nature. It was easy. The thing about it was we got to realize the Bible is replaying. The same way that he did that circuit, the world is still replaying that way. The government, the masses are using media as a circuit. Same thing you said, the woman rights, this, that, and the other. Back in the biblical days, who was the easiest one to influence? Eve. It's replaying. Keep feeding that apple to these women. 
they will be able, if they're not strong enough, they will turn. They will get you to bite that apple too. But us men cannot keep seeing how the world is turning and back off and be like, oh, no, nah, see y'all just running around listening to media and doing this and the other. I told you the other day, I was saying, my, 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 I used to always keep telling women, you are the, the energy star. Whatever that you come with, you're the one that sets the tone energy. Wise. If you come into it, a man is going to fall off of your energy. And I kept saying that. And then I thought about it and I was just like, why you keep doing, why you keep saying that? She does not dictate the energy. Not at all. Because no matter how messed up her energy is, she needs to be led and reverted back to the right way. If she comes with a messed up, jacked up energy, you have to still be strong enough to sit down and say, you know what? Hey, Let's talk about this. Hey, let's, let's, let's bring it down here for a minute. Let's, let's, let's dialogue. What's going on? You still have to bring her back mm -hmm. to where it's supposed to be because she wants to be led. A woman wants to be submissive. She wants to be led. She just does not want to be led by the wrong. She doesn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's respectable. Right. That's respectable. They have discernment. Yeah. It was created with that. Yeah. So they know what's wrong, what's right. They, they can feel it. That's the blessing that they got to have that. And, but the thing about it is going back to that, to the episode with, uh, Matt, you know, he was saying, you know, a man has so much going on mentally because when he leaves that house, he goes through so much. So when he come home, sometimes it's hard for, you know, a woman can lay it all on you now. She can, she can lay it all on you, dirty. Like, so you have to keep it. You have to be able to be like, listen, I had a long day. I don't want to talk about it right now, mm -hmm. but listen, we going to talk about it. And he was like, you know, because sometimes guys can get tunnel vision on a goal mm -hmm. and something that they want. And then they get so tunnel vision is they forget about the woman's feelings or her needs or something that she wants. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so locked in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Lady Cherish asks, uh, well, why is that? Um, he said his spiel, but, um, but my, my take on it is, you know, understanding if we don't, sometimes we get tunnel vision because we're held at a different standard, right. accountability level, because we're the provider. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to make sure things, she was like, you know, but if you get to the place of comfort and you know that you're good, why can't you just be happy? And then you go to, because we can't never get too comfortable because a woman's going to continue wanting more. She's going to continue wanting more. Mm -hmm. You know, women's going to continue spending. Mm -hmm. They're going to continue spending. They're going to spend. And then they make an excuse and say, well, I got it on a good deal, mm -hmm. but you keep spending. Men don't spend as much as they do at all. We spend, but we spend on certain things that we want. Women will spend it. it it'll be more on a, on a priority of something. Just like, I mean, I think with, with you say, uh, I know women, women look at it as just, oh, that's what you like. But you think for a man, most men, you, you spend stuff like on tools mm -hmm. that I can use them on things to build, 
right, to, yeah. to fix. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> um, I, I was about to say car, but I know women and men do that. But you got to get around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But one one thing I was I was listening to you, um, and I was you know I I thought about this before, but and and it's just for a second dialogue. But why is it why is it that in a home there are certain things that we call or label as the man's job or the man's responsibility and then the woman's responsibility. And I say that in the sense of more so like, um, take it out trash. Well, you, you, but I think those are more simple things, but even to do those things, why, why do we, why do we label it? Because granted, if, if, and, and I, and I, I can respect if we have an agreement. My thing more so is about the entitlement part of it. Like it's, it's, it's all, it's like automatically thought in the mind. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Now, granted, like for me, I, it, it even comes, it becomes to like rent. I will be, and, and I'm, I, I carry myself as a man's man, mm-hmm. but I will be in a sense taken back if, if I get in, if, if and I've been in one before, but to be in a relationship and then someone comes to me. Now, granted, too, my standpoint for, because I know if I say this, you're going to it, but um, <laughs> I will pay the rent. Okay. But if a woman automatically comes to me and says, "Well, that's your responsibility," okay. I'm taken back, and and this is the thing, and I know it's a twofold thing. Let me speak this record and still stay on topic. But I think I think men, I think we talking about this a little bit. Like, but I think men, we, the way we raise daughters to be, is not the same da- not the same woman that we will go after. And it co- it corresponds it corresponds into me saying, you know, what's what's determined as my job. I think I think we raised because even for a man, I raised my well, not 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 Howard, but the typical man raised his daughter. You know, you go after a man that's gonna gonna buy this, gonna open this, going going to gonna do a lot of certain things that if I was to meet a woman on the streets and she come to me and say, Oh, you need to do this, you need to do this, we would look at her either as being spoiled. We look at her as being entitled. over the top, entitled. But this is the daughters that we raise. Like, oh, well, uh, you know, if that man don't do this, he don't, he don't do that. You don't, don't go there. But that's not the same woman that we would go after. So again, it goes back to me in the household. Of course, as me being the man that I am, I will pay the rent. Okay. But if I, if I meet a woman and, and she just comes to me and be like, oh, you paying the rent. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking back on that because. That's a sense, I feel like it's a sense of entitlement. Like come to me, come to me in the sense of that I still have a choice. Not come to me as in, oh, you you need to do that. That's your responsibility. I I I, I don't know. I I I have a I have I have a bit hard time with it. All right. Let's let's get it. Okay. <laughs> All right, because I got a daughter. Okay. All right. What you have to do mm-hmm. as transparent men. All right. You have to be honest with your daughter. Mm-hmm. When you say the daughters that we're raising are not the women that we're going for. Oh, that we know that the one we would choose. That we would choose. Right. Okay. The reason is because they're not these daughters. How many women do you really know? Mm-hmm. And as the real large number of women that have their fathers in their life. Mm-hmm. So the, even the fathers that are in their life, they're not being honest with their daughters. 
I am honest with my daughter. I am going into a, a stage of honesty with her. And I tell other men the same thing. Tell your daughter, baby, listen, daddy love is different from that man's love. Mm-hmm. This is not the same love right. you're going to find from a man because daddy has to do this. A man doesn't. No matter. It's nothing that I can be doing for you to get something out of you that once I get it, I'm gone. Do you give and teach? That, That's that, where I'm going okay, at. Okay. The, when you open up doors, when you pay for things, you don't just see, see, because daddies like to do daddy daughter things a lot. And that's where the misconception comes from. Mm-hmm. What you have to do is you have to, the things that you're doing for your daughter, you have to let her see you doing that for a woman. You got to watch her see you open up doors for a woman, mm-hmm. doing things for women, respecting women. Mm-hmm. So she can not only know that's my daddy, mm-hmm. But this is how a man treats a woman, not just treating her like that. And she's watching you dog her mama or another woman. That's the reason. And when you say that's not the woman that we're choosing, that's society wise, because why are we wanting? Why are we saying we want good girls and God fearing women and stuff like that? But then when you find one, you say it's boring. But I don't don't think I don't think labeling a woman is good is her being taught that a man should should pay for her or me open her door open door for her. Okay. All right. Let's go there. All right. Because like like I I just I like again to to teach to teach a girl that you know these these are these are things and I, that's why I asked the question do do you do you teach as do you teach as well as do what you call daddy's love mm-hmm. and what you call a man's love mm-hmm. because granted and, I, and this is my personal opinion. I and even what I've seen, all men open doors, you know, pay for stuff mm-hmm. when you first get them because they want to get something out of it. Yeah, yeah, but no, but but no, as you say that, yeah, that is true because 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 whether because it's not always just sex, but it's what, some, yes. what, you want to get something out of it, yes, right? You want to be rewarded. I can take yes. that. I can agree with that. Um, but. I don't think that that is uh, something that is always continuously done as far as opening doors, paying for stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know a man. And if he, if he's out there, come meet me. That has, that has been with a woman 10, 15 years and still opening doors every time, all, all the time, paying for food every time, all the time. I think those are just things because when we first give a woman, we're doing it every time, all the time. Presentation is important. All right. <laughs> okay. And so I think, I think when you do that though, or when you teach a, a a young girl that oh he needs to open the door he needs to pay for food now respect that's across the board because I think for for a man and a woman mm-hmm. that should respect so I'll, that, that I'm not talking about those stuff like that um, but you know like I said open doors paying for food um, stuff like that I just I don't see that something that is should be a criteria okay so yeah. let me do this right because you don't like the labels mm. okay so let's let's go human nature wise all right okay. now we're men okay okay you said rent mm-hmm. she shouldn't it should not be the criteria now if you want to do that mm-hmm. you're doing because you're you're raised that a man is gonna do that but she shouldn't come up and be like you're gonna pay my rent okay boom yeah. now can we be transparent yeah 
there's some gender roles as men we put on women, mm-hmm. correct? Society is. Okay. As men, let's let's talk us three. Let's talk, let's talk us three. Okay. So, so what are you looking for? All right. So do you not expect the woman to cook for you? No. All right. So what do you, so, and and I ask that because now since you tell me no, now I have to ask you. What do I expect? What do you expect? To nurture, be a nurturer. Got you. To, to love. Got you. And, and that's really all. I'm, I'm one, I'm big on reciprocation. Got you. I don't need a lot of things. I, I don't need you to to cook for me. I really don't even need uh to 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 be able to to thrive or, or go through every day. I really don't even need for you to, in a sense, nurture me mm-hmm. because I I was I was brought up to be so self so self sufficient. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, don't mean I don't want it. There's a difference. Yeah. I do want it, but I don't need it. I don't, I, I don't I don't need it. I because like right now I'm a single man. Huh? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a woman that's with me every night. Yeah. So if I, if I needed it, guess what? Right now I'll be in turmoil. I'm not in turmoil, mm-hmm. but I do want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nevertheless, with that being said, I, I, I don't need it, but I'm big on reciprocation. So if you're big on nurture, being nurtured at some point, I ought to feel some nurture as well. If you're big on being loved or touched on at some point, cause I'm going to give you what you need. I should be giving it as well. That's what I'm. I'm big on reciprocation, but I don't need. You know, I I, I cook. I, I I cook. I earn my own clothes. I, I know how to clean up. Now I said expect. I didn't say you need it. All right. I said expect. I don't, I don't expect. I don't expect. So, but it's more so though. Well, because I, I don't put a label, but it's I. I if the, if I had to say, it would be to the nurturing part, because for a man, we're not nurturers. Now we can be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but we're not. That's that's not. I don't feel like that's our our not human 100%. nature because we're protectors, right? We're more we, we're, we're more tough. We're, love. we're tough. Right. We're tougher. Love. That's why you know we're tougher on our boys, right? Than the girls, right? Because you have to deal with their emotions and how they handle things differently. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's not saying that we we treat the boys different than the girls in a bad way, right? right. But you don't want. A hard shell daughter mm. that's gonna grow up and resent the help from a man because she has to be sought out. That's what women fail to realize too. That the 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 independent women, the I don't need a man. That's all fine and well, but you you would sit here and say men are intimidated by it. Men are not intimidated by that. They just get tired of that. It's not, we understand you don't need us. That's fine. We don't need y'all either. Mm. Nobody needs, because we were born alone. Mm. We're going to die alone. Right. We may die in a car wreck together, but when we, when our souls leave our body, it is individual. Right. Right. And that's what it is. Right. We're going to get buried by ourselves. We're going to get judged alone. Mm. So we don't, that, that's okay. But, Everybody wants companionship. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Everybody wants that. Most definitely. So it's not, I don't need a man. Stop feeling like a man is looking so much for you to be dependent on him. But he does not want to always feel like you can just go out and just do everything on your own. Because, yes, they don't realize when you become in a relationship, a marriage, Mm. 
you can't go out and do that anymore. Right. Everything has to be in-house in a collective decision. Right. When you are so steadfast on, I don't need a man, I don't need you. Your mind never shifts when you become married to learn how to make collective decisions. Mm -hmm. That's the issue. So it's, so you have to nurture your daughters different because you have to let them know, be, be okay to be sought. Be open to be sought. A man, a man to know you're tough enough. If you're not, because women have to understand too, men are the catch. Because without a man, a lot of things don't go around. You can do those things a man do, but do you really want to do it? Because realistically, women want equal rights. They say, well, we can do that too. But it's a lot of labor shit we do <laughs> that if they don't have to do it, right. oh, they would love to not do that right. shit. They can do it. They don't love doing it. Mm -hmm. They'll go out there and do it because they got to do it. Mm -hmm. But as soon as that man will come and say, bro, let me take that off your hands. Oh, nigga. Right, right. Please. Right. I was struggling with that right, shit, right. bro. Please take it. But that woman that you that you were speaking of and saying, oh, I don't, I don't need a man or whatever. I think that woman is the woman that was raised by solely the daddy's love. And not give up. And that's, again, it goes back to me asking you, do you give that balance of um, showing daddy's love and a man's love? Because if you give daddy's love, daddy's love does say that I open the doors for you. I pay for things, you know, um, I, I, I protect. But then if you if you it almost corresponds back to almost what a man's love, would, a right man's love would be. But it comes without the entitlement part. If, if we if we teach the daughters, okay, daddy does pay for it, but guess what? If I take my daughter out for one of these one of these days, I'm gonna say, I'm giving you money though, or or I, here's a stash of money that was already for you that's already yours. You're gonna pay for it yourself, mm -hmm. or or give her chores to do. She has she has her chores to do. She she makes money almost like a job would do. Mm -hmm. you, you work, you you earn money. Mm -hmm. Now when I take you out, you pay for your own food. Now I have the money to pay for it. Mm -hmm. But I'm making you pay for it. And I feel like with, if you teach your daughter that, then it, it makes her self-sufficient, but it still lets her know that I have a man in my life that's able to do it. And it takes off the entitlement part. Okay. So you will know a difference in a woman that had her daddy in her life that's entitled because you was the, because it's not so much of, I don't need a man. Hmm. The woman that had her daddy in her life, she does not go about so much of I could do it myself. She would start making you feel small about yourself by going over your head and getting things done still by her daddy in your household. She would go over you. That's that, that wasn't wasn't taught right. So, like, but I'm saying right. I, I get what you're saying. Right. But I'm telling you the difference of uh, it's not all independent women are not because of daddy entitlement things mm -hmm. because they, the entitlement for my daddy is I don't need you because I have my daddy that can do it. Mm -hmm. The independent entitlement stuff is society mind of, I just don't need a man. I can go out and do this on my own. But the ones that have their daddy, they will make you feel small and go to their daddy when y'all are struggling mm -hmm. And still make you feel less of a man and have your daddy and have her daddy in y'all business. And then that daddy makes you feel, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some daddies are not transparent enough to say, listen, 
you got to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. That's that's me. Of me. Of listen, whatever you got going on, you stand with that man. Now, if y'all are homeless and it's things that you, I see this man trying, he right. just can't. Right. And you need a boost, right. and you need savior. That's when I come in. Right. But just because that man can't do it, that time. Let's be logical. Do you really need that? Mm-hmm. Or you just want that? You just want everything that you see because your eyes are getting bigger than your pockets and your stomach. If it's that, don't belittle that man. Mm-hmm. He knows logic. Mm-hmm. If I keep buying all this shit for you, you still going to expect me to go out here and make more money mm-hmm. because the money's still coming out. And you're looking like, well, why? Well, but why, you need to get a promotion. Or, huh? Why is she thinking that? That oh if if I if he buys me this, he's still or I need to go make or the man still gonna need to go make my money. I think it stems from that father that's buying her whatever she wants, whenever she wants it, and that's why I think as a as a father as a father we should not only be be that that type of dad, but we also should be the dad that in a sense makes makes our daughters even as a child some sort of way trying to figure it out. But work for something. I tell my daughter no. Yeah, I tell my daughter. But not just no, but not just no. But work. Like so, so say so. It's just like a chore. Yeah. I, it can be the smallest chore. Cleaning your room. Yeah. Like you, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fund you the responsibility for cleaning your yeah. room. Yeah. And with doing that, then it teaches her. Okay, now I'm going to have somebody that, that's able and willing to pay for it, but also teaching me how to go and pay for my own. Because that warms them. That warms her up to know that she becomes a part. Right. And not a liability. Right, right. I get what you're saying. Right. Um, yeah, I do that also. I have to tell her, you know what I'm saying? You can't everything that you see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she's she's four. Sure. <laughs> she's four. For sure. So a lot of the stuff, I am very upfront with her because she knows how to compute things. Understanding wise, eh, Gotcha. Repeating wise, one hundred percent. Repeating that shit, so. she was going to repeat it. So if anybody goes against something that I said, mm-hmm. she may not understand why I said it, right. but she's going to tell them, "No, right. my it. daddy said blah 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 blah." For sure, my daddy did blah 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 blah. She doesn't know why daddy did it. But she trusts daddy enough to know anybody else goes against daddy. That's a no. So I get what you're saying. Um, and you're right. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Because we have to hold each other accountable. And as a, as men with daughters, every man wants a son because he wants to hold his legacy and keep his last name going. Sure. Because that last name holds the legacy because the daughter is going to take on another right. name. Right. Sure. The daughter is going to keep the bloodline going, but the name gets lost in space because she has to drop it. Exactly. Yeah. But as men who did not have boys, we complain about women, but we got daughters. Right. Your job is to raise that daughter Cause once you become a grown up and you have kids, your, your life, your happiness takes a back seat. Honestly and truly, everything moves around that child, the betterment of that child. And we gotta not be so selfish by that. Right. 
because that is the the morals is what's going to live a long time, not the last name. That's going to stand along in legacy of how she moves or how he moves. That's going to keep your name and your bloodline ringing, right. not just the name. Right. And we got to understand that. So we have to raise our daughters so they can be the ones that starts this holding other women accountable. But it's hard for these women in these groups and the things like they have right now because they don't have any teaching. They're now opening up because there's a lot more media-wise podcasts and opening up their thinking space. So now they have to, you know what I'm saying, they have to revert their thinking yeah. now to be like, hmm, let me flip it. Okay. This may get me a man. You know what I'm saying? All right. Hot girl, you know, city girls. They, right. I mean, that's fun. Right. That's fun. But right. it, it, let's man. see what's the, 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 the revolving door and the turnover ratio of how many men they have to deal with when you have attitudes or behaviors like that. And let's look at the other woman or Tamla man or whatever woman that you see. And and we can't look at celebrities so much, but we can't look at the bad celebrities and, and, and judge how they live, but then just say, well, the ones that have lasting marriages, that's fake. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't hold the fake, the, 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 the city girls and stuff like that. And the Cardi B, the loud, the loud, obnoxious type stuff, the Megan Stallion type stuff. You can't be like, oh no, that's that's the that's that's the way to be because we got to say fuck these niggas. But then look at the Tamla man and be like, well, you know, they old. That's not how we living anymore because times are different. That's hypocrisy. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We if you're gonna take a little bit from this side, can you take a little bit from this side to see what it took? And that's like, bro, I, I I'm a firm believer. Like even where I'm at now, so transparently, you know, um. I got married in 2020. Currently, I'm, I'm going through divorce. And one of the things that I'm, that I said going into my, I still believe in love. I do. But one of my things is balance. Like, I'm not looking for, now I know you mentioned the Tamil man, Tamil man that you got. Let's just pick one, sick girls. I am in a sense, and this may, this may be, this may be, um, hypocrisy to those that, Believe it, I like, I believe, but this is just what I've been through and what I've come up with. But I'm looking for balance. I'm looking for a little, little, little city girl, but I'm also looking for a little, a little Tamla, Tamla man because I feel like if you got too much of anything, you, you get burnt out on me. Or it's, it's just, you, you get, you get, um, it, it's too, it's just, you get over, overdone with it. So I think, but with balance, you know, you, you, you have the best, best of both worlds. And I think I think that's uh, that that's for me now is, is the key. But two, you know, just close close out. And I think for men, if we just start to raise our daughters as women that we would we would we, we would date or we would marry, I think the world would be a better place. But still, in that being that my daddy, my my the percentage of me being teaching my daughter daddy's love is seventy five percent versus twenty five percent of teaching you. This, this, this man's love. And I think that, that will help, help women as a whole to be better, better women for, uh, us men. Let's check it this. Personally. Let's check it this. We have to be honest. For sure. And understand young love, marrying young 
does not work because we're not understanding ourselves. That's why a lot of young marriages don't work anymore like the older ones did because we don't have as much patience as they did. And not only patience, we know more than what they knew. They didn't have the social media. They didn't have everything at their fingertips like they like we do now. Everything is faster now. I mean, yeah. If you don't do what I feel like you should be doing, there's a many more out here that, I, that can do that. So if you can't get it right, I can go here. Let's, I always use the LeBron James effect. LeBron has told, showed people that go where you are appreciated, not tolerated. Uh-huh. I've been doing all this for you at a high level all these years. It's evident, nigga, you put me in any room, mm-hmm. anywhere, with anybody, I can still do this. Uh-huh. And you still not seeing my worth? Mm-hmm. You still giving me flat? You still doing this? Don't worry. Hey, guys. Who else want me? Me, 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 me. Oh, you see that out there? Mm-hmm. Better act right. Oh, you still ain't acting right. You know what? I'm going to go over here for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you to miss me. Mm-hmm. If you miss me enough, come holler at me to t- let me know what you're going to do to get me back. Mm-hmm. The next time you come back, oh, the price going up. And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is sometimes you got to put people's feet to the fire. And the thing about it is, 30 up, 30 and up marriages is what's really supposed to be the right way. Once you start understanding yourself and understanding the world, you can understand what type of partner you would benefit you. I think because divorce is not a bad thing. It's not, people got to stop. People got to, bankruptcy and divorce is not the end of the world. People got to stop feeling that way. If you went through bank, our community and our culture feels like, boy, if you file bankruptcy or you got a divorce under your name, are you the scum of the earth? And that's not true. The thing about it is we mismanaged our business decisions because marriage is a business decision. It's a contractual agreement. It's a contractual agreement. Um, Being a special person, you know, discussed this a long time ago. Um, Maybe last year sometime. I just told B-Jack about this the other day. If we're going to treat marriage as a contractual agreement the way that it, if it is a contractual agreement, why don't we really treat it that way? Because our culture is never was to go sign a piece of paper at the courthouse and say we married. We bond, we soul tied, bonded, and that's what we was. And we say that we're married. We go under the God and the, the preacher. We say our vows. We didn't need that paperwork to solidify that we was married. But if the piece of paper is so important because your signature is on a contract, that's what that license is. Okay. If we do that, why can't we treat it like a business? Why can't we treat it like a contract? Right. We're going to say, Hey, look, three years. First, first three years. After the first three years are over, we come back to the drawing board and say, hey, are we happy? Still love each other? Yeah, I like this. Okay, you want to extend it two more years? One more, you want to go over one for one deal? Let's go two. All right, staying in it. If it's not working after three years, why can't we shake hands and say, it just didn't work? But that 
the reason why you should treat it like that is because if you know your contract is about to expire and you don't want that person to leave, what you going to do? You're going to up your game. Right. You will never get comfortable. Right. You're going to, you're going to keep courting that person to be like, look, well, I don't want you to leave you now. Yeah, I know. I need that extension. So you're going to keep pushing yourself to do better because more, you know, more, more years means more money. Just like in sports. Once you extend, your contract is not for you to keep the same. If you did the right thing through your contract and you exceeded your contract, performance wise, you're not just extending for the same money. You want more money because you say, hey, I exceeded my expectations for which you signed me for the first time. So I need an ex- not only an extension to solidify my job, I need more money because I'm doing over and beyond for what I was called for. And I'm making, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and, and producing. And I think we have to start looking at things, the people putting it in our face and we're turning, we're being so blind to it. We should never just be sitting here telling a woman, you know, we see, you know, on social media, celebrities be with men for 10, 15 years and they, oh, he ain't married yet. And, Oh, that just means he ain't, he don't love. It's like, so you think just because having a ring is what solidifies love? It don't. Because you know why? As soon as some women get that ring, they become complacent. They become complacent. Bro, I look at the, you know, I always say this. Marriage for a woman is like the national championship or the the finals, bro. You get the ring, the ceremony, the confetti come down. They kissing the trophy. They get their finals MVP. They give their speech. As soon as the sweeping of the confetti goes and you go in the off season after the honeymoon, they stop working out yeah. for the next season. Right. They still drunk off the champagne. Right. They ain't work out. They ain't watch film. They become complacent. They stop doing what they were doing that they were doing to get to that championship. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they get complacent and then it's cool because that's all they wanted to be a wife. And that's all they wanted. That's the end goal. You know, white, white women. No, why they go to college to find a husband. They don't go to learn, but our culture send our black women to go get an education, go do what you need to do. You don't need a man, like you just said. Mm-hmm. So now they get the education, get a degree and shit on their man, or these black men. You know what I'm saying? Instead of looking at a man's ambition, drive, courage, right. you got to have some type of either that bank account or at least some to certificates like you got. Or he gonna be holding you back, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? White women gonna go to college and watch you just she, they, she gonna she's going to build you from ground up because she's gonna put you in positions to where if her family, one thing about it, a white woman family, if the black guy's an athlete, they gonna accept. Because okay. <laughs> white money marry money. All right. But if he's a regular black guy, what you doing? So what is his plans? He's just a regular black guy. So I'm not about to keep giving you money so you can bring them, take the money back home. And then y'all just play around with my money. 
they're going to marry their white daughter to a millionaire because that keeps the legacy going. And then what's the daddy going to do? He's going to put that black man in the same room because I need you to keep taking care of my daughter mm-hmm. because I want our legacy. You already taken my daughter's last name. The least you can do is keep the bank account of the legacy going. But black women, you know what I'm saying? They will try to find a man, a black man on her level. And then if she can't, then she, oh, niggas just around here being lazy, this, that, and the other. Not only that, if a black man has made mistakes, done whatever he was doing, they, black niggas ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. They go to a white man. Had a, you know, had a discussion the other time, a couple of days ago. It's like, you know, black men, white men treat women differently. And then I said, duh. I mean, if a if that culture was already trying to lure you and pull you away from that black man, why the fuck would he treat you the same way that black man treats you? That makes no fucking sense. Yeah. He's going to do something different. Right. But still plant out in the world that these niggas ain't shit. I'm, and I'm like, I, I just don't understand a woman's logic sometimes. It's like they love a different and different cultures do treat their women differently. But who in the black culture has men teaching little boys? We don't have a culture of love like the other cultures do because we have Europeans filling our heads with different other shit. Going to get money, fucking bitches, going to strip clubs, buying clothes, cars, and buying hoes. And and everything I just said, we got to buy them all. We even got to buy our women. We have to buy our women. We have to physically give our women the money and buy them. But the white men get to court them and they don't see how they're being bought by them. They just silently giving them the money by giving them things and doing stuff for them. We have to come with the money and say, hey, baby, look, I got a million dollars, bro. So I'm doing my thing. What's up? That's the only way their ears going to open to us. But the white man. The mind is a little more open because it's like, well, I know he got a business. I know he's doing something. So I can entertain this conversation a little bit. He ain't got to get straight to the point. Because I know he got something going on. You want to know what that black man got. What's your credit score? Right. What you do for a living? What kind of car you drive? You live with your mama? Got a house? Apartment? You got kids? But that white man courting you, but he live in another state. Mm-hmm. You about to turn into his mistress. <laughs> You better turn it to his mistress. You don't even know. You ain't asked him the questions you was going to ask us. Right. And then when you right. find out, black women don't expose white men like they do black men. No. They don't. They respect the game from another culture. But they will complain that we don't respect certain things and disrespect. Because, oh, we, the white man, that but they also do the same thing. But Back to what you were saying with daughters, man. It's not enough men raising the daughters to not even sit up there and say that this is the way, this is this. It's not enough of them. And the ones that you're saying, I don't believe our generation is the same as the daughters that was raised in our generations. The generation before us fathers were afraid of their daughters leaving the house. They don't want their, t- their daughter to go. They, that's the precious little baby. So you will want, you, you putting 
you're putting stuff in her head to put the pressure on the man to see if he's going to fold. That's all that was. It wasn't of the entitlement or anything like that because they don't see his entitlement because of what they was taught by the man is put the pressure on. That's why you see a lot of women come to you and be like, well, we've been dating for X amount of years. So where the ring at? Because she's listened to other people. Like y'all living together, y'all just shacking up. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't want the, the 10 years of the, uh, they don't want the courthouse, right? Mm -hmm. But what it used to be that it was 10 years, um, y'all were in a relationship that y'all don't have to be married. Common law married. Common law married. You know what I'm saying? They don't want that anymore. But common law marriages, because they made us feel like if you're not married, that woman's not entitled to anything. But that's a lie. Right. All you got to do is put a woman in your will. Marriage does not solidify if you leave that woman something. Just put it all in your will. Mm -hmm. But we don't never write a will. So, we don't never have insurance. <laughs> None of that shit. <laughs> you know, but I, I get what you're saying, though, brother. Like, that, that's real. You're real. And, and I, I, I salute you for that, man, because you kept, you kept me on, you kept me on my toes with that one. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You, kept, you kept me on my toes on that one, bro. Sure. You, you got something, B? Because you just ride here right. like you watching, right, like, right, man. like you watching the NBA Finals. Right, right. But I think, I think more of more of the, the story for the day because I mean we started with the whole um, pushing yourself and you know acknowledging where you at uh, and then we got on this but I think it's just more so of never 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 becoming complacent mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and 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 then being able to teach that and 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 put that out um, as we were talking about daughters but it goes to your sons as well you know never never becoming complacent coming becoming complacent and then always striving. For, for not only better, but strive for and put out what you want to receive. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I want goodness, put out that, you know, strive for that. You know what I'm saying? So oh, that's what I'm on, man. Um, I want you in our group though, man. For like, sure, I, man. I, I, I mean, I want, and I want you to start on these ups, man. Sure. Like, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like one thing about the ups too, I want people to understand about the push ups, man. It's a step forward on self care. For sure. When you look better, you feel better, yeah. you do better. Um, it's all about caring about your health. You know what I'm saying? You start to eat different. I don't know about them, but me getting up yeah, on this push-up. Yeah. Like <laughs> me jumping into this push-up challenge, bro. I've gone the extra route of eating better. Gotcha. I don't just want to look good on the outside. And, you know, having floating doo-doo like this guy <laughs> all through my body. You know what I'm saying? This shit that's going to kill me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he just, he, his insides is right, disgusting right. on the inside. He just want to look good on the outside. Yeah, right. yeah. And around here, bubbling up on the inside. Every time he take a step, he fart. <laughs> Every time he take a step. <laughs> Every time. You know what I'm saying? Inside is just bad. But I, I took a step. Into being better, just healthcare wise for myself, you know, haircuts, you know what I'm saying? I see you tell me you're a barber, man. So you the one who be putting them slick, uh, slick back, uh, parts in his head like that. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, the sweat, the swoosh. He still got the swoosh part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the swoosh part. But um, I think this episode would just, I just had to be here for the intro. Some parts of uh, the feedback that y'all was giving, man. Um, I think this conversation was very needed. Um, And like I said, you got to know when to take a step back and have a seat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was my time to just listen to y'all and not, you know, indulge in a conversation. Sometimes people will speak just because they want to be involved. And that's not, that's not being truthful. You know what I mean? But, uh, like I say, man, um, we will get you in this group chat. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't have to start at, uh, cause we do 500 today now, but we start at 50 mm-hmm. and we work our way up and, as far as he tomorrow, I eat trash, man. But, I'm a competitor. Know, yes. Yeah, he is, Jay. So, hey. like, like me and him, just before we started this, man, we was in here, um, you know, doing push-ups. You know, I, I try to – because right now, I think he's at 600. And I'm at, I'm at five. So, I said, man, I'll just let him go ahead and have it for today. But tomorrow is a new day. He lied. <laughs> he going to leave here and do another 100. <laughs> he going to lie. He lied. But he going to try to tie. <laughs> he lying. But, man, I, I just, like – um. Coming here, man, and just having this as another uh, uh, output of just, you know, releasing what I done went through this whole week or even before that. Um, it could be very refreshing because you are, you know, venting to another man to like us men. We got to be surrounded around uh, other guys to, you know, to uh, talk. You know, get stuff off our chest. You know what I mean? And I, I believe it's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, just being around strong individual. And if you're not strong, I believe that guy that you have around you, if you trust him enough, to pick you back up, dust your shoulders off, say, bro, let's get it. Like, we're not worrying about tomorrow. Yesterday, we're going to focus on tomorrow and we're going to do that. But um, I could say, as um, being reconnected with Jay, it's been refreshing. You know, he, he's sitting there at times, but some brothers are, you know, he's sitting there, you know what I mean? We'll talk our trash, man, but at the end of the day, it's all love. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We're pushing each other throughout the day and um, phone conversations yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. And we just hear from one another. Um, but uh, sure. appreciate you again, man. Now I'll give you the flowers. Oh, I'll yeah. take them back. Yeah. <laughs> now you're an Indian giver. Nigga, <laughs> Indian giver. That, that, that's how you live. Yeah. You're an Indian giver. But no, I appreciate you for coming. I mean, I, I don't think this one would be the last. It definitely won't, man. I, pre- I appreciate you um, letting me be a part, man. Um, I'm, all, I'm all for it. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't feel like I know it all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, I, what I do know, I feel like I do know. But uh, it's all about um, growing and, you know, being able to get knowledge from others. You know what I'm saying? If you can't get knowledge from others, you already arrived. You ain't, you no more useful here. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you got it all, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like us being here, if, if God allows us to wake up another day, it is for a reason for us to get better, to learn something. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like once we've done that and reached that peak, I, that's what I feel like he takes us. So if I'm still here, there's something else for me to learn. So I need brothers. And, but I need a person like you too, man. Cause mm-hmm. Now, you know, you and B, same, but you're a lot more vocal than B. Yeah. So sure. you going to, the type of energy that you give, man, it's going to push me. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm Not saying? Right. Like, it, it's going to push me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this conversation that you gave me today, 
I was just like, ooh, yeah, all right. Now, now we cooking. For sure. We cooking with something. For sure. Because it wasn't surface level. Right. However, you may, you know, feel some type of way about certain things, but let's talk it out. Yeah. Okay, why you feel that way? Right. All right, explain to me. You know, give it back to you like, well, this is like, we went back and forth a good bit on the same thing until I started realizing where you were going. And I was like, okay, that's why you keep coming back at me because I'm not moving. Gotcha. I'm still thinking about this and you're like, well, this about the dog. I'm like, ah, okay. For sure. Let me move my feet. Okay. So, and, and that's all about getting understanding. All right. And, you know, interpreting what someone's saying and not just, you know, assuming. Right. I heard somebody say that. Other day. She, um, she was saying how, you know, everybody say communication is key. But she was like, she take a step further. It's comprehension. Yeah, I can tell you all day what I'm saying. I can tell I'm blue in the face. But until you comprehend what I'm actually saying, you see it on a different perspective. And not that not that what you're saying is wrong, but it. You just take what I'm saying out of context mm-hmm. until you're able to comprehend, like you said, then you like say every move your feet, then we come to a common ground. But it's all about, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, about communicating. Yeah, I never and I never felt like you was wrong about anything that yeah. you said. You were Likewise. on point. Likewise. You were on point about everything you said. It was just that I was holding it stagnant. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I, like gotcha. you were right. You were on point. It's like, okay, we got that, Jay. All right, but I'm here. And it's like, all right, my bad. My bad for taking so long. Yeah, so, Jay, you know, I'm acting cook, man. Right, find out like that court. Just sit there. We still. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, man, check this out, man. I don't hear that. Like, you might be calling me out tomorrow. I ain't vocal. I'm vocal. <laughs> man, check this out. I'm vocal. But I, I got something going on. Um, I'm texting my wife right now. So I just. I, I, I wasn't going to say that, right? though. I wasn't going to say that. Because that's not the business. Hey, it's fine. It's okay. I'm here. But sometimes you gotta learn how to take the back seat. You know that that's just like you know what you're talking about the other day. When when it's two, when it's two guys, you know, going head to head, why would I jump in when I don't even know too much two cents about? I mean, yeah, I know, but y'all got more knowledge of what that, that don't make no sense, Jay. Come on, man. Hey, you better make a man feel left out. Yeah, I'm not worried about no Jay. He's red. Look at him. But man, Ooh. hey, listen, we this button push, man. What? What? What are you balling? Shit. <laughs> you feel me, man? Damn. All right. Well, the talk at the I end. Mean, I, but <laughs> obviously, you stopped the conversation because you had something you was about to point out. <laughs> Please tell me it was something you seen on the phone that you was about to point out that you weren't just trying to get me together. Because you looked at the phone and was like, let me tell you, hold on, guys. I'm just, I'm just handling business. Uh, handling business. So you were trying to get me together. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, what the big I was saying, why you get so straight, man? Right. For sure. Alright. My bad. But I didn't mean that you just don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like, you know what I'm saying? On the pushing standpoint, and not asking the questions back right, and forth. Right, right, right. Well, no, he was I coming. I won't, I won't even the, say that because I'm I'm learning. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm still, hey, I'm still new. <laughs> you ain't got me act up. You ain't got me act up. No, I, I, I win. <laughs> I win. He act up now. Okay. <laughs> <Let's show. laughs> yeah, 30 more minutes. All right. <laughs>
Nah, man. Speak your mind, King. Speak your mind, King. Nah, man. I mean, it's it's and it's all love, bro. I I don't take no offense or anything because I could learn from this. I don't have a daughter. You know what I mean? You know what it takes, and you. I believe you are doing the correct things for your daughter. You know, you teaching them, uh, teaching her on both sides how to act and how to not act. You know what I mean? You teaching her that every day of life. So I'm not about to. Indulge in that conversation, mm-hmm. but I thought that that conversation was needed because, like you say, uh, Ray is very vocal. Uh, you are very vocal, and by you being in my corner and by pushing me, <clears throat> ever since we done got reconnected, you pushing that out of me as well. You know what I mean? You, you, you always tell me, bro, your spiritual connection is real. And you told me that from day one by the people that are even. Are either coming in here or that you are having um, conversation with on the outside. You know what I mean? Just like we had that conversation last night. You know, we talk and I hear you out, you hear me out. And I mean, as far as I know of, we are pushing each other to do um, God's work. You know what I mean? Um, but that's all I gotta say, man. You got it, bro. <laughs> I said, now you ain't gonna tell me I, know I, got, you, I got it. You know what I'm saying? What if they nigga? I, I ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they ain't gonna tell me I got it. Hey, y'all done shot the trigger now. I got it. You know what I'm saying? He ran. Shit. But you know what? <laughs> You know, that's it's all love, man. Yes, like, oh Lord, this nigga out in. Now he out. Now he ready. Yes, ready to your chest out, boy. Out in. Hey, this part one. Yeah, I, sure. I love this, man. I appreciate you, man. For sure. For sure. For coming through, man. Um, you definitely welcome anytime, man. Give the people, you know, your uh the way they can reach you if they need a cut or oh, yeah. tags. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh on um Facebook I'm uh Larry Mitchell, that's L A R A Y Mitchell with two L's. Uh M I T C H E L L on um Instagram I'm uh Ray Bands Mitch. That's R A Y B A N D S M I T C H. And I think that's that's those are my active accounts. I think got some other but I don't I ain't really active on them. But yeah. Hit me up. Um, I'm out here, man. Okay. It's all love, man. It's all peace. And I can't wait till you wait till you step back in the rabbit hole. Yeah. And uh, you know, B, I apologize. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I I I please put the gun down. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. But hey guys, trust me. If you don't see, if you don't hear from me, next <laughs> Jack did it. Jack did it. All right. But, you know, we're in the rabbit hole. It's JP on the FW podcast. That's all on my mind, person of my own kind Probably slipping across that line Maybe went around my back, I stole my sack I hurt my family, however, it's just another day Another casualty, cause all we know is revenge Tend to never forget, no cracker said it for we said it Oh, that's just my nigga, and he for sale Right in his kids, did we forget? It's just 50 years ago, we fought for right in this bitch And that bitch is America, but we tend to be scared of her Or him, cause it's all so homo They want us all gay like no kids No more if the racist took a picture we be faded in the photo, addicted to religion like Kool-Aid in a 
kitchen This here ain't got no taste Man, who made this religion? I refuse to be a slave I done made my decision No disrespect to believers I just had to put my bed in Am I supposed to sit back And watch my people die While they lynching us with laws We supposed to be a tribe Then we can have it all Instead of trying to survive How could you judge us all Without looking in every eye? Am I supposed to sit back And watch my people die While they lynching us with laws We supposed to be a tribe Then we can have it all Instead of trying to survive How could you judge us all Without looking in every eye Every eye And my people putting they bed And sitting off in them prisons Influenced by a facade All to get the riches All about the bitches And living the gangsta gangsta Smoking, popping and sniffing Injecting them down to drinking Tell me what is you thinking I'm thinking it's self-hatred I'm a drug addict So believe me I can't relate I women Struck from their beauty Before they could even speak Had to taste what was sweet Before they reached Am I supposed to sit back?